Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm stretching, I'm stretching, I'm stretching. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's been long. It's been a long time coming. And this is Dr. D coming to you live early in the wee wee hours. First, I want to say, God bless America, because America, the heart of America, the conscience of America, the foundation of America, those that created all these rules and regulations and policies and procedures and propagandas, you must bow down to the name of the Lord Most High. And soon and very soon, you think you're rising to the top and God just sitting back and saying, go ahead and make your tower. Thinking that you can be above me. And you hurting my people. You're not taking care of my people. I give you all the, the resources to make sure that every area is being taken care of. But what we see, y'all, we just see greed, 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 and more greed. Control, 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 and more control. Ain't no more democracy going on here. Not in America. Especially not for black folks and Latino folks. Oh, no. It don't matter. All the protests that's been going on, and they're still killing And the most horrific thing that I've found surfing through the YouTube news and the international news besides the regular local news, because that's all they're going to keep you mind controlled with just local news. But they're putting guns out on children now. Got them out on the ground, on the floor, on the ground with guns to their head. The babies, I saw the video where the baby crying, scared to death. Oh, y'all, come on, policemen. It ain't that serious. Even if you thought the car was stolen, you had to take the children out the car and put them on the ground and put a head. That's trauma. That is trauma. Abuse of authority and trauma in the midst of COVID-19. Coronavirus is still out here living large. Taking down babies, teenagers, young adults, older adults. Essential workers and also non-essential workers, which they're not um, glorifying. But guess what? They got some non-essential workers that's been out here doing their thing. The Uber drivers, the 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 um the people that still going in and out of the hospitals, delivery individuals, security officers, nannies. That now that the children, the parents, they are fearful or not allowing their children to go to daycare, so now the private city and the nannies are now picking back up again. They essential workers, but they consider non-essential. Oh, come on, y'all. 
Yeah, Dr. D, don't be on here every day. But guess what? I'm seeing what's happening. And I have to make sure I maintain my sanity because it makes me want to, hey, go off on somebody when I be seeing this news. I'm saying, God, I know you see this and see that. But guess what? The Lord thy God, our Father, our beginning and the end, as long as we keep our eyes on him and trust him, I don't care what it looks like, you guys, he going to take care of you. He is going to take care of you. He is going to take care of you. I sit here, guess what, y'all? Dr. D got a fractured wrist. I've been moving around, picking up boxes, doing all kind of stuff with a fractured wrist. I'm on there. I'm trying to, you know, putting in information, doing grants, doing applications, just trying to just keep going, going forward, trying to make network connections on, on the Internet nonsense. Everything is online, trying to improve my business work. And it's always... Okay, you didn't have this, so you didn't qualify for, for, for this grant for your business. Oh, um, you didn't have this. And I'm like, but, I, I, but it has to be updated. Okay, so guess what? The tax season's not really over. So just because I didn't file my 2019 taxes, duh, I had situations. You got my 2018 taxes. My information is still on that. I said, okay, no problem. God got me. And I want you to know that he got you. I'm looking at money in my unemployment right now. I don't even have assets because they didn't grid block my payment request. I, they keep saying, well, just keep clean. You're making a payment request. How am I going to make a payment request when y'all didn't grid lock me? I can't even get in and do it. After July 31st, they ka-chow. They disable individuals from getting their, pay, their, um, their regular unemployment. Because of the CARES Act, July 31st, it ran out. I mean, well, not ran out. They just didn't extend it. So how, and I like told a representative yesterday, how in the world you going to, how the system, y'all keep saying y'all resetting and resetting and I keep looking at it. It's not resetting. It's not doing anything. Do I need to delete it off my thing and bring it back up? And I try to do a new application and say I don't qualify for a new application because I already have a pending application and I have to wait but still do my payment request. But when I do my payment request, it's saying that's fine. I don't have access to it. I got to call this number. And when I call that number, they tell me I got to call this number. And when I call that number, and then it's saying, oh, um, well, you don't qualify on this number. You got to call this number. I said, man, I'll keep going back. You know how many of the same numbers y'all keep going back and forth. This ain't no volleyball game for me right now. I got money in there that I need. I got to pay my bills for next month. I said, okay, you know what? Hey, I'm going to back up on this. Lord, it's in your hands now. So I feel you out there, America. I feel you, my Boom Factor family audience. I feel you. I'm going through it right with you. With a fractured wrist. <laughs> if it ain't one thing, it's another. But I know I got my father looking up upon me and taking care of me. And so if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. And I want you to be encouraged. But I also want to share something I picked up. Um, Y'all know when I see something, hey, boom, bam, I'm going to plug it on on to the program. And so now they got this new thing, you know, in Zealand, Zealand, all in the outskirts of the country, 
right? Like Ireland, little small little countries, you know. That's beautiful sceneries. I love to watch the movies, just to watch the scenery, and I want to travel there. And so they have um, Dr. Berta. I don't know if you really know him. He is a zeal, a New Zealand um, citizen. He have dual citizens, and he was saying like years before he moved his family, you know, to New Zealand to be to avoid all the stuff that's going on now. However, he was stating that uh, by the situation as him as a doctor, and he have a lot of other um, colleagues that are on the same page. Like they got one group of doctors saying, you know, oh, we're gonna use this hydrochlorine to help bring down the coronavirus, which that is hazardous to your health, you guys. Let me go ahead, you know, if it, it um now Dr. Fauci he collaborated on that too. Like he said in his hearing when they had him in the courts, he said he never said that hydrochlorine couldn't be used. It just hazarded to some people because it increased the heart rate. And if your if your body is not contingent to that, you can put your own self in a cardiac arrest and die. Hello. So now you had these group of doctors stating that, oh, you can use this, you can use this, make sure you take your vitamins, then all that was good. And to the other doctor, she came and she talked about that thing, and then Trump trying to piggyback on what she's saying, trying to make himself look good. It was all about him anyway, you know. Now you got the other doctors on the other side that's exposing what they're really doing. Be careful on what they're doing, okay? And so now Dr. Butter, he's saying he didn't... Um, Found out something that's happening in New Zealand that Bill Gates and the CEO of Google is over there in New Zealand. And they have this manufacturing thing going on. Now he said they never had a political party or whatever. Now they, they about to establish this person, this political person that's over the, the country. Maybe, maybe it's the city, but I'm sure he, he was like a political party. That means having somebody to represent them as a country. Oh, don't that sound like familiar, like the Israelites in the Bible? We want a king. We want a king. We want a king. Every other country have a king. Every other tribe have a king. We want a king. And the Lord said, I say, I'm going to take care of you. King's going to dominate you. King's going to want taxes from you. Kings uh, kings are not going to be fair to you. They're going to put you in famine. But no, we want a king. We want a king. We want a king. And guess what? The Lord said, okay, since they... Crying in my ear for a king. Samuel, go down there and anoint, find them a king. He said, go find them a king, bring them to the people and anoint them, and they will be their king. So God give us an opportunity to allow him to be kings over our lives, but we always want that substitute, that artificial king. So now they're up in New Zealand, you guys, Doing some strange things like they're doing in Florida with the genetic mosquitoes. And they approved it and releasing them into the atmosphere. What the what? In 2020? You're gonna release genetic mosquitoes in the air? And they quote unquote claim that they're supposed to go and connect with the other mosquitoes to kill them all so they will be the genetic. This is a sci-fi movie all the way, y'all. Genetic mosquitoes going to go out there to exterminate the other uh, mosquitoes. 
So, hmm, what's going to happen if they latch eggs? Yeah, they're going to exterminate the other mosquitoes, but oh, we're going to have a bunch of mosquito men, women, and boys. <laughs> it's not funny, but just think about it. You got corona out here, and guess what? If the mosquito can carry Zika and Ebola and all these other little diseases that's going around here, what in the world would you think that the mosquitoes going to suck some blood off of somebody with the ro-ro? So we got a mosquito ro-ro going on? <laughs> it is just crazy, you guys. This is just so wow. I have never, I can really say never experienced this type of Twilight Zone encounter in my life, in real time life, real time life. But I'm going to let y'all listen to this too. I'm going to fix me some coffee. And, you know, we also got this stone coming up. So, as always, we get up early in the morning. It's almost, what, 6-something? Well, almost 6 o'clock in the morning. So, we're going to go ahead on and hit the stove when it open and get our little fun. I'm kind of, like, stuck with everything already. I just want to go get me some more candles. And I really want to go get me at least about four more crates and take all the stuff that's off the box. Because I'm on the first floor in my house, in my apartment. So... Uh, I'm going to get all the stuff that's on the floor and put them inside the crate just in case. You know, we got them two whammy hurricanes coming in. So I pray that y'all go out there and, and do what you have to do to protect yourself. And I pray y'all have y'all um, flood insurance and rental insurance. And I should have called to make sure they have flood insurance and my rental insurance, huh? All right, you guys. So check it out and I will holler at you in the next episode later thank you once again for all my new listeners Woohoo! i see just by me being away i see that i've increased another 1k i appreciate everyone that's tuning into the boom factor go ahead over and check me over there in twitter at boom factor tv on twitter at boom factor tv yeah go check 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 it out and um stay update and plug in i also have boom factor tv on the youtube go ahead check out those videos some of them are replays but i'm gonna have some updated ones coming soon and uh i'm just excited what god is doing in the midst of all this chaos he's putting order back in the forefront isn't that beautiful i know i know i know i know take care of yourself mass up make sure you wash your hands when you're touching stuff keep that Germicide's close on your pocket like you're keeping your concealed whipping. You know, you go somewhere and you touch something, go cha-cha-ching, squeeze, squeeze, white, white. Come on. Keep yourself healthy, healthy as much as possible. All right? God bless you. returned back to New Zealand a few weeks back and some of you know that I'm a resident of New Zealand of New Zealand I'm a permanent resident of New Zealand uh, I got my residency status between 2016 and 2018 um, actually I think I finished the requirements at the end of 2018 and uh, was here back uh, visiting my sons in February but I also had a feeling something was getting ready to happen and the reason I'd moved to New Zealand was to prevent my family from being exposed. Went through a divorce, unfortunately, but uh, it's, uh, it's all been a blessing. And coming back 
with my yeah, with my youngest son or coming back at that point uh, it didn't make any sense for me to be in New Zealand when everything was about to happen here but it's interesting what's happening in New Zealand there are only two countries in the world that allow for the pharmaceutical industry to actually advertise and that is the United States and New Zealand now some of you may have heard that Bill Gates is now in New Zealand as of a few weeks ago and apparently so is Larry Page from Google now why are they in New Zealand well it becomes very interesting where you start seeing the current leadership uh, Jacinda who's the Prime Minister of New Zealand uh, her last name escapes me but she has been a long-standing supporter and friend of Bill Gates and Melinda Gates and has actually lectured at Microsoft apparently in the past and is very very close and intimate with them now what's interesting is that there's a when my when my patient went back to New Zealand his name is Dark and uh, for his privacy I won't say his last name but we had a conversation this morning and he apologized to me beforehand and said that look I don't know whether I stepped out of turn but I uh, happened to mention that you were my doctor and there are a lot of people in the in New Zealand that are following you and and uh, apparently they're fans of my uh, fans of me and, and what I've put out to the media and or in uh, in our philosophy of medicine and uh, one of those people that he mentioned to me that he happened to meet at a meeting is a new and upcoming leader of the New Zealand People's Party, which is a new party. And there's a lot of things going on in New Zealand that are very scary. And the reason I say that they're very scary is because, as you know, New Zealand has not had a breakout of the coronavirus issue. And when Derek got back to New Zealand, they were picked up at the airport. Basically, everybody gets off a plane is picked up at the airport. They won't let anybody come into the country unless they're a resident, a permanent resident, or a citizen of New Zealand. And when you come in, when you get off the plane to check your body temperature and then they put you they were putting people up in Auckland and they quarantined everyone for two weeks but they had run out of space to put people up in Auckland so they got them Derek and his brother who had come all the way from New Zealand for treatment uh, put them in a bus along with a bunch of other people and then took them to Rotorua which is about two hours out of Auckland south of Auckland and then they were housed in a hotel apparently or something that was similar to a hotel but they were greeted by military and they were quarantined for two weeks they were only allowed get this to have sunlight every other day for half an hour if they were lucky they were allowed to walk out into a pen like a dog run for 30 minutes every other day and they were given food that was not nutritious and uh, Derek said that it was mentally very, very difficult for two weeks. And if you did not take the nasal swab, then they would quarantine you for a month. Now, why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because here's a country that has, it has only a population of four and a half million people. It has interestingly not had much of a COVID issue, but they locked the whole country down. And again, I want to talk about what we're really seeing. We're seeing an exponentially increasing rate of diagnostics showing positive for COVID-19, despite the real-time PCR testing, the RT-PCR testing, not being an appropriate testing 
um, methodology that would actually indicate anything that was viable. Uh, Carrie Mullis, Dr. Carrie Mullis, who developed the RT-PCR in the 1980s, who won the Nobel Peace Prize for this, actually said that you cannot use the RT-PCR testing for diagnosing a viral or, or bacterial or any other infectious type of pathology. But yet that's what we're doing. And remember what the RT-PCR is picking up is fragments of DNA or RNA. And in order to do that, you amplify the test. And what, what that basically means is that if you test and you don't see it, you can amplify it. So it's like a greater order of magnitude, uh, more sensitive. And if you amplify something enough times, you will find that particular small fragment of DNA or RNA in every living system, leave it on humans in every living system. So remember, they're looking for fragments of DNA or RNA. So if you amplify it, we shorten it, shorten it, shorten it, instead of, you know, a sequence of 23 amino acids or 23 codons, you know, you can get down to like two or three things. Well, those two or three things that you're looking for, if it's amplified enough, you will see that in every living species. Leave it on just humans, you'll find it in everybody, in everything. And so the RT-PCR is not an appropriate test, but that's what they were using. And when they're using that right now, they're seeing this exponential rise in diagnosis, but the death rate is exactly the same as it's been. So in actuality, when you take the number of people that are being diagnosed and you compare that and divide that by the number of people dying, you actually see that the death rate is decreasing. It's becoming less and less and less and less and less dangerous. So they're finding everybody that's positive. I know people that have had three tests done. All three tests uh, are negative, but they're listed as positive. Or recently there was a motorcycle death and they've had that list as COVID-19. A guy here in Charlotte who had, who was a, a pretty well-known person who owned a restaurant, uh, he died of heart disease. He had an 80% blockage uh, of one of, his hearts, uh, one of his heart vessels. He had a heart attack. He died and they listed him as COVID-19. I've already shared with some of you, uh, my friend in Atlanta, Sam, whose neighbor has a 17-year-old son who committed suicide. They listed him as COVID-19. Uh, death and there's so many other cases like this these are just the ones that i'm personally aware of you know one degree of separation from me so we know that the reporting of death with covid 19 is just going higher and higher and higher but the death rate is flat it hasn't changed and so if you start looking at the the rate of death it's something like 99.74 percent of the people that would get covid 19 survive 99.74 so only 0.26 percent of people that are dying supposedly are dying from this COVID issue and in actuality that's with the comorbidities if you were to actually look at the people that didn't have any comorbidity well then I don't think you'd see many people that have died at all in fact the the president of the Bulgarian Pathology Association said that nobody has died of COVID-19 they haven't been able to establish anybody that's died from COVID-19 now if you start looking at the people that like these younger people that have supposedly died there was an interview, and I'll probably be releasing it on our social media in the next couple of days. There was a video that showed an interview where the news, mainstream media was talking to a doctor about some of these COVID-19 deaths, apparently. And one of them, uh, well, actually, actually, sorry, two of those deaths they were people that were in their 20s. And so the news reporter asked, did they have any morbidity? And the doctor responded well one uh, died of a motorcycle accident and the reporter said wait a second what do you mean motorcycle accident he said well it's possible that the motorcycle accident was caused because the person had COVID-19 
It was the most absurd thing. So anyway, again, the point is more and more and more and more and more the, the diagnosis, everybody's showing positive, and yet the death rate is exactly the same, which shows that there's nothing to worry about. And guys, I'm just here to tell you that 99.9% of the population in this planet has already been exposed to COVID-19, okay? It's no different than a common cold. And they have shut down the entire world economy. And I've put out some recent posts like as to why. Why are they lying to us? Why are they doing this? Well, there is an agenda. We've talked about it before. And I'll let you go on to uh, some of the other social media platforms and see this. But it all comes down to mandatory vaccines. Mandatory vaccine. Mandatory vaccine. That is the propaganda for this whole coronavirus agenda. The propaganda is mandatory vaccine. And we still have your amendment right. You don't have to take vaccine. You can wade right out of it. Certain vaccines, I don't allow my, 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 I, I tell my daughter, say, didn't change. I gave her a list. When I said, these are the vaccines that y'all took. And after that, you had to take no more. It was five. These children now have a list, almost 25 different vaccines they injected in these children. And you want to act, you want to wonder why they're acting the way they're acting. Bad enough, they're killing us through our food. The air we breathe, pollution, all these chemicals that's escaping through these plants, which we need the plants to pump the oil and whatever else they, they the patrolling, whatever else they're doing. But we have all this against our body and our immune system that we breathe in every day. And we already, I'm telling you, this thing been out since last year, y'all. Probably at the end of 2018, to be honest with you. Because I knew I was sick as a dog last year around tax season. And normally, the last two, the last three years in tax season, I was already geared up. I already, I had my Lysol, my wipes, my mask on, my gloves. When I serving the customer, I said, I hope y'all don't mind, but I have to protect myself because I am high risk. And when the flu was real, real bad. I mean, the flu was killing people like I don't know what. And it wasn't saying that. They didn't stop. They ain't stopped the world for that. So what you just slapping on another virus on top of it? And, and and then in some instances, you know, I have family members that have passed because of COVID in the experience and it was not a good thing. Very horrific, very heartbroken, very traumatized. You couldn't even see your peoples. You see what I'm saying? You couldn't even tell them goodbye, I love you. You couldn't even touch them while they were still alive because of this coronavirus. So, so people, you know, uh, everything is for a reason, though. It has to come to pass, though. And it's going to get worse. I'm sorry to, hello, one and one and one is going to get worse out here in this world because people do not. I have seen one thing with this pandemic. It separated the weak from the strong. And I'm tell you right now, the good from the bad, it exposed the real heart of people with this coronavirus. So you was already mean, had an attitude, frustrated, didn't care about nobody but yourself. This this pandemic heightened it. It it, it amplified you. <laughs> you said, you see. So it's gonna bring the good out of you or the worst out of you. So you peoples, y'all be blessed. Uh, I'm gonna be chiming in and and plugging some other information that I have seen through the week. I pray that y'all had a decent week, but I want y'all out there, especially in the South, 
South Coast, Houston, Louisiana, Mississippi. I hope I pray that you guys, even in the islands, that this hurricane is passing through this tropical storm, but it's building up. It will be a hurricane. It's the tropical storm out there in the islands. Even out there, you guys, I want y'all to take care of yourself. Uh, man, I just, my heart go out to you guys out there on the island, right under the outskirts where the hurricanes always cross over first before it hit the American world. All right, so y'all take it easy, and I'm going to let you guys later, okay? Be safe, mass up, wash up, love each other, comfort, take care, chime in, um, do a wellness check on your family, your friends, people that you really care about, okay? Sometimes, even with your enemies, just give them a shout and say, look, hey, I know you don't like me, but we in a serious pandemic right now. I just want to make sure you all right. You all right? That's all I need to know. God bless you. Hey, peace. That's all you got to do. You'd be amazed how that would turn around. Wow, that will turn around, my Lord. Okay, God bless. Dr. D, I'm out.